Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chump Talks. This is episode 188. I'm Brady. That's Maddie P. What's going on, Pulsey? Oh, you know, we're changing, changing things up a little bit this week. Recording here on a Sunday right around noon o'clock. So uh, both of noon us o'clock. Are, noon o'clock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're, uh, we're going to... We'll talk more about why after the interview, but yeah, we're, we usually record Monday nights and it is noon o'clock. Monumental milestone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd quite go that (laughs) far, but sure. Um, yeah. Football Sunday about to start. Uh, I got some, my house is in shambles, just in complete shambles. It's got to be clean. Uh, it's so, so Jill and, and Jill, if you're listening, I hope you don't get offended by this, but she, uh, yesterday had the day off. So she started cleaning and, and just, she did like a, she did a good clean. But you know when you got to like pull everything out of places to clean them? Yeah. So she did that part, but stuff didn't get put back away. So, oh, really? So this is the text I got before I before I went home last night. And uh, it was, um, just so you know, our house is in shambles right now. And and I was like... Like, was she was like, warning you? Or yeah, was she, she was telling you me. that, hey... No, 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 no. She wasn't telling me to get to work. She said, I'll fix it tomorrow as in today now on Sunday. So she texted me that Saturday night. Yeah. I got home. I can't even, I can't even walk dude. Like in this house, there's stuff. Really? Everywhere. I couldn't even sleep on my bed last night. There was so much stuff on there. Really? So you slept yeah. on the couch last night? S- slept on the couch. Yeah. Jill wasn't home. I slept on the couch. Yeah. So it's uh so interesting Saturday night, but it, it is what it is. Uh, Chuck from Chuck's corner came over and, and watched a uh, leaf game. He calls the Leafs a boring team this year, which I had to explain to him, and he he ended up agreeing. He with chose, me that. It was a bad night to watch. It was, but the Leafs actually they they didn't play that bad actually. Like they, no, they didn't. They Tristan didn't. Jari was was great. The power but, play was a little frustrating at times. Yeah, the power play was frustrating, but then like three crossbars too. So like I I, I just I don't count that. Game, That's whatever. just yeah. You can't you can't win every game. But I ended up with Chuck telling him that. Uh, it's good that the Leafs are a little more boring this year. They're winning like two one games or like three two mm-hmm. games. Like we can't have that high flying seven six wins because that's not going to result in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, maybe we can talk about the Leafs a bit after the interview. But we should say Francisco Pinelli's joining us on this episode very shortly. Um, Francisco P- Pinelli to me, Kitchener Rangers captain by the way, lighting it up this year. Um, he's the type of guy to me that, and I'm not just saying this because we interviewed him, but I was at the odd uh, the other weekend watching him. And he seems like type of guy. He was drafted in the second round. I think was it was it forty fortieth, forty fifth overall, maybe yeah, by the Kings. Some, yeah, something like that. Somewhere in the forties. He seems like yeah. type of guy to me that is going to be looked at in like five, six years. It's like, man, a lot of teams passed up on this guy that shouldn't. Dude, have. I know that's like Jordan Cairo for me. I seen him play in the NHL like five years ago. He yeah. played in the NHL for a couple of years uh, in St. Louis there. And now that he's in the NHL, he looks like a really good NHL player. And like, yeah, he's he lighting just, up. Sometimes he's just, yeah, like Pinelli might not have that like big name, obviously, you know, like not being a first round draft pick, but man, Pinelli is totally capable of being a top six for an NHL one day. He's, he's an elite player. For sure. And it was, uh, it was cool to talk to him. Obviously, uh, obviously in our area, being the captain of the Kitsch Rangers is pretty, pretty uh, crazy accomplishment. There's, it's like that, that when I think we talked about it a bit in the interview, but the history of it, like the, the Ben Pinelli, the Mike Richards, the Derek, the Derek Roy's, the Gabriel Landeskog's, uh, who else am I missing? That's a captain. Like, um, yeah. Who was it before Pinelli? I'm sure there's some, some, well, Fr- uh, Frank Hora. He was a, yeah. Frank Hora. Uh, it was, uh, his last name started with a D I think, uh, Ryan something. 
I think he's in Phillies. Oh, Bonneman wasn't, was he? Yeah, he was for a year, I think. His last year. Anyways, though, just like even looking back like 10, 15 years ago, there's some pretty crazy names to be uh, to be captain Rangers. And now Francisco Pinelli is is joining that group. So it was uh, it was cool to talk to him. And I think we'll we'll let you guys hear that right now. Okay, today on Chump Talk, we have a very special guest joining us. He is the captain for your Kitchener Rangers and he was drafted 42nd overall by the Los Angeles Kings in last year's draft. Francisco Pinelli, welcome to Chump Talk. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on today. Uh, it's pretty awesome to have you on. It's been sweet to see uh, your start to the season so far and Kitchener's start as well. Uh, just talk about where you are now, what the, the last couple of months have looked like for you, just getting back into the swing of things after the OHL was kind of shut down for a whole season there. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, I um, I went over to Sylvania. I played a, play in the Alps League um, for, for two months. I played 13 games or whatever. Um, I played in a in a pro league down there. And then, um, I came back home and I played at the U18s and then we had a really good team there. So, um, you know, we won, we won the, we won gold with that team. So it was pretty special. And then, um, obviously, you know, I had the LA camp, um, the main and the rookie camp. So that was also a very good experience. And then, um, now I'm into the kitchen ranger season and, um, you know, we're doing, we're doing okay right now, but, uh, things will get better for sure. I, I, we're going to get lots into the Rangers, but I got to ask about a couple things you said there. So first, uh, playing in Slovenia, I wanted to ask you, cause I, if I was looking on elite prospects and one of the, one of the awards, it says is Slovenian champion. So did the team you were on win or ha- like, I'm guessing you were gone to U 18s, right? Yeah, no. So basically what happened was they were in a, they were in a pro league, but there's also like a separate, like little league in Slovenia. Oh. And it's, not, it's not good. Like it's, it, there's like two, like, it's us and another uh, team that was in our league that was, they were first in the league. They're called uh, Libyana. Okay. Uh, so it was either us or them winning, but the other, the other Slovenian teams are kind of weaker. It's not, it's yeah, it's not really a, a big deal, but it's a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then there's also like the actual league. They won the actual league. I wasn't there for that, but I was, I wasn't, I wasn't even there for the Slovenian cup either. So there's name, name on the trophy though. Yeah, as the name yeah, is the name engraved. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I was I wanted to ask more about Slovenia because we talked to uh, Otter Brendan Othman when he was in Switzerland, yeah. and uh, and we talked to Clarky. I forget where Clarky. Brent Clarky. I think it was Slovakia. In, yeah, Slovakia. Maybe Slovakia. Yeah, Slovakia. So what was the living situation like for you? Because it was like different for a lot. Like you guys are young kids going over there, and, and I'm assuming yeah. not not much cooking knowledge before you left. Uh, well, yeah. So I come from, I'm Italian. So like my mom's a very good cook. So I kind of, I know like I've kind of, I was growing up like with good food always. So, um, my I mom probably should have guessed that actually. Yeah. So like <laughs> I, I always watch my mom cook kind of, so I, I always, I kind of know how to cook. So, you know, I went over there by myself, um, and I kind of do, do all the cooking and cleaning on myself. So, uh, cooking wasn't really an issue. It was more getting the groceries, like kind of communicating <laughs> with other people. They, they didn't really speak too much English. So it was yeah. Kind of frustrating at times, but there was a lot of pointing and stuff, so it was, it was pretty funny. Nice. Talk about the opportunity to play in Slovenia. Uh, obviously, that was kind of a tricky year because there were so many dates for the WHO that kept getting postponed, hoping the players were able to come back. And there were some guys who even kind of just kicked around around the local area, hoping that the season would start. For you, wh- where did the, the process start coming into play for you to go to Slovenia? Were you looking at any other, at, at any other places? Or just talk about how you ended up there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the OHL season kept on getting pushed back. And obviously, you know, uh, you've seen all these other leagues playing. It was kind of getting, I was kind of getting a little frustrated. And, you know, I was like, 
what's going on. So I reached out to my agent and, um, you know, they, they made a few phone calls overseas and, and see what they could do for me. And, um, two of my, uh, two of my trainers knew a, a GM in that Slovenian league. So they kind of helped me out and, you know, called the GM, um, of that gets team I joined and, um, they were really happy to, uh, you know, have me and, and join their team. So, um, you know, I kind of looked into their team and they, they had a good team. Um, they were second in the league. So I think that was, you know, that was an eye opener for me. And then also like the location and stuff like that, but there was definitely a few leagues, but some of them were a little harder than others because, you know, the import spots, there's only two. So you couldn't really join any other leagues if there was only two. Right. Did you say that your trainers from the Rangers helped you with that? Uh, no, my back home. They, oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Back. And, and then going into, uh, the Kings camp. So obviously you, you had a relationship or your friendship with Brian Clark before ever playing yeah. that, right? Cause you guys yeah. had U18s and probably knew each other growing up anyways. Right. Yeah, exactly. So getting drafted the same place, he was, he was, uh, he was their first pick. You were their second, unless they didn't have another first rounder, did they? No. So what was it like getting to go to that camp with him and just being around the guys too? Like you got some legends in Los Angeles, like Drew Doughty, Anze Kopitar, yeah. Jonathan Quick still there. Like there's some legends. What was it like there? Oh uh, yeah. Well, obviously, you know, having Clarkie uh, draft the same team as me, you know, it was, we knew each other. We played each other growing up, you know, with the Red Wings and the, and the Donald's Flyers, you know, it was yeah. always competitive games and stuff. So, um, you know, getting drafted the same team as him was pretty fun. was pretty fun. And, um, you know, uh, we played U18s together and stuff like that. So I know him pretty well. And then also um, Jacob Ingham, our goalie two years ago, uh, is also drafted by them. So nice. I, knew, I knew him going in there nice. too. So That's I knew a few guys. And then also, you know, meeting Drew Doughty and, and Anze Kopitar is pretty special. And I think, you know, they're both great players. I met Drew Doughty uh, going on to the flight. So it was pretty, pretty funny, but nice. it, was, it was really cool for sure. How many teeth did he have at that point? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. It's <laughs> not, not, not enough. No. Any uh, stories or experiences or just eye-opening moments with any of those players that have been around the league such a long time? Um, I mean, not really. Uh, like from like what I've when I was around those those guys, I mean, it was pretty shocking how how much they talked to like the younger guys. Like you'd expect, you know, Anze and like Drew Doughty to kind of like you know they're making a lot of money and they're really good players, and you'd think they they wouldn't come up to eighteen year olds, but they. Um, they introduced themselves and they talked to us a lot. So I thought that was pretty special and um, you wouldn't expect that from them, but they were very good guys. And it was, it was very eye opening for me. For awesome. sure. Let's bring it back to draft day with the Kings there. Just kind of talk us through that day, how the morning started off for you, finding out you were drafted by the Kings and just how, how'd you celebrate after that? Cause that's obviously got to be a, one of those days that you kind of look forward to ever since you're a little kid. It's got to be yeah, a, pretty sure. amazing to see all the hard work pay off so far. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, um, the draft process was pretty fun. Um, you know, I mean, it was a good time. Uh, but once I got picked by the LA Kings, I was very, very honored and very happy to be a part of that organization. Um, you know, obviously they got a great history. They got a great organization. So um, to be a part of them is very special. And, um, you know, obviously it was very, very honored and very relieving when I got picked for sure. And then I'm pretty sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, they traded down in that second round draft you, right? Yes. They did. Yeah. So that's got to feel pretty awesome because uh, you see the trade down and then your, your name's getting called next. So that's the team that clearly wanted you. That's got to feel yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a very good feeling for sure. Another good feeling being named captain of the kitchen Rangers, I assume. So this is your second year with the Rangers should be your third. If, if COVID didn't cancel that other one, yep. um, found, tell us how you found out. Was it Mike McKenzie that, that gave you the word first or, or how did that day go for you? Cause you were two games into the season when it happened, right? Uh, yeah, I th- or might've been one. Okay. 
I can't really remember. It might've been one or two, but yeah, I mean, uh, he called me into his office and we, we were kind of talking about, you know, leadership roles and stuff. And uh, he kind of named me captain. And then um, the next day we had a game and they announced it. So uh, to be captain of the Kitchener Rangers is, all, is yeah. an honor. Obviously it's, it's pretty incredible. You see all the captains that have been down in uh, like past years and it's pretty special. You got some big names. So it's, it's definitely an honor and um, you know, I couldn't be happier for sure. There's a there's a painting on the wall in the odd poolsy. I'm not sure if you remember seeing that, and I, I'm sure you've seen it. I don't know if you have for sure, but there's a painting on in one of the aisles that has all the past captains. Have you seen that? I haven't. You should you should go you should go see that at some point because I was looking yeah. at it the other the other night and some of the names that are on there, like you said, it the history is insane. But like it just just Landeskog is the first guy you kind of think of. Yeah. But but like Mike Richards, obviously he had that uh, L.A. King mm-hmm. stint too. So like to put your name on a group with that is, is got to feel pretty good. Yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah. And, uh, just staying with Kitchener, just talk about Kitchener so far. I would have like, uh, for Brady and I, that's kind of the local city for us. We grew up going to the odd every or almost every Friday night watching the Kitchener Rangers play. Just talk about your time in Kitchener, what the city, what the city has meant for you so far. Cause it has a pretty uh, unbelievable fan base and it's, it's a great play to go and watch a great place to go and watch a game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you look at all the, all the teams in the OHL and, um, you kind of Kitchener's kind of separated from a lot of those teams. You know, I think fan wise, we have, we have the best fans in the OHL. You know, we, we get a lot of fans and, um, you know, even facilities, we have a really nice rink. Um, you know, our coaching staffs are all high end, uh, Macker, Wides, Merles, all these guys are very high end. And, um, you know, that's, that's also another big part. Um, and then you also, we also got a really good team. We also got a really good team. So, um, you know, all those things come into play. And I think, um, you know, I was really lucky to get picked by the Kitchener Rangers in the OHL draft, and I couldn't be happier with where I landed for sure. You're talking about the Rangers staff, and our listeners are probably going to be rolling their eyes right now because we bring this up every time that we have a, <laughs> a Ranger on or a, or a past Ranger, but we've had Mike McKenzie on, Dennis Weidman, and then our first ever guest with Chump Talk was uh, Danny Liebold. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, so do we have to ask you about Danny Liebel because he's, he's been a, a family, a family friend of us. His, his son is our age. So we hang out with him all the time. Oh, so really? Danny, Danny Liebel was our first guest and he brought some great stories. That was like over two years ago. We're going to get him on again soon, but having, having Danny Liebold, who Steve spot said recently when we had Steve spot on that Dan Liebold's an NHL equipment manager in the, in the OHL, like just choosing to stay in the OHL, like he's NHL caliber. So having Dan Liebold around, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, you, you can't ask for a better guy than Dan Liebold. I think, you know, he's a – yeah, he's for sure. You could, he's a top-end uh, equipment manager. You know, he, he gets everything done. I think, um, yeah, he's a very, very good guy, but he's also he's also very good at what he does. And I think I couldn't appreciate him really uh, anymore. Um, and, you know, um, all the guys appreciate him a lot, and he does a lot for us. So you, you can't, go, can't get it any better than that. And we had Roman Roman Schmidt on a couple of weeks ago, and he's coming obviously from his first year from the states. And he told us yeah. a story uh, how Danny Liebold loads up that trailer of yours when you go to away <laughs> games. And Schmidt was looking around like, "Where where the hell is our bag here?" And yeah, yeah. is there is there any stories that come to mind? Like even when you maybe when you were in your rookie season that like you saw Dan do something like, "Holy, I, I didn't think we'd be getting treated this well." Is there anything that comes <laughs> to mind? I know we kind of put you on the spot there though. Um, no, I mean probably just. You know, you go into the OHL, you always, you know, in minor hockey, you kind of have to get your own sticks. You have to buy your own sticks at Pro Hockey Life and stuff. And then you go to the yeah. OHL, he, he goes, yeah, well, what do you, what kind of sticks you want? What's, what flex? Yeah. You want nipple grip or all that? Like it's, it's, so it's, it's really, it's different, it's different, but it's, it's really cool. 
um, you know, when you're a young kid. So that was probably uh, something that, you know, was an eye opener for me. And I thought it was really cool. And, you you know, they come in packs of 12. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Well said. I, w- I want to take it back to 2019 here when uh, you actually were drafted by Kitchener, 13th overall. Just talk about what that's like as a 16-year-old to be drafted uh, so high to the OHL. Is there any added pressure just when you're 16 years old? W- what are you immediately thinking after you get drafted high into a league like the OHL? Uh, yeah, obviously when I was selected, you know, I was in my uh, I was in my, my living room with a bunch of family members and, um, you know, I just remember celebrating. I couldn't be happier. And I got a call from um, one of the, one of the scouts, um, you know, congratulating me. And I was, I, it didn't even feel real. It was so, it was so, so such an honor to be a part of that, um, that organization and drafted by them. Um, so yeah, I couldn't, you know, it was, it was a very good experience for me and my family and um, definitely one to remember for sure. You made the transition to the OHL look flawless. You put up 41 points in 59 games in New York a season. Just talk a little bit about that. Cause you, you don't see that very often where a guy jumps into the OHL and, and makes the impact that you did in that year with Kitchener. Just uh, how, how did you come into that year? And just like offensively, you had a great season as a rookie. Just talk about that year for yourself. Oh yeah. I thought, you know, I, I, had, a, I had a really good season as a rookie. I, I think, um, you know, confidence was probably my biggest thing. Um, I came into the league with some confidence and I had a really good start to the season that kind of set me for a, a bunch of games and I continued on, on uh, playing well. Um, but, you know, I also had, you know, great coaching staff helping me out and also great um, teammates. Um, so I think, you know, they were a big part of my success as well, for sure. We're going to let you go shortly. I do want to give you a chance. So Roman Schmidt, I, I mentioned we had him on. We've had him on a couple of times. Um, I, I feel like I should give you the chance to chirp him. Is there one thing that you can chirp Roman Schmidt about right now that, <laughs> that maybe people wouldn't know? Like maybe maybe an off-the-ice story. If you, just, one even if it's mind. just the fact of a Roman Schmidt. Yeah, that... just like what, one thing he does weird or something. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, uh, nothing crazy. No, I don't know. It's kind of. <laughs> locker room talk like there's nothing really much like just yeah um, yeah. we just we joke around all the time but yeah i mean nothing yeah i don't know to be honest how how about playing against that stacked on mills team when you were you were uh in minor hockey uh i feel like that team still gets talked about and maybe probably for you a little bit too much like all those guys on there but what what was like playing against them uh yeah well yeah obviously you know they, they had they had really good players on their team you know they you see the guys coming down the line now you know we got schmidt um, so there's a bunch of good guys on that team that are, you know, doing pretty well right now as well. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we Red Wings, we also had a really good team and we always used to compete up against them. Um, but, you know, the OHL Cup wasn't the outcome we wanted. So yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten chirped about that yet, which is kind of surprising, but. Yeah, um, that was so fun for yeah. us to watch. There was like nine guys that were on Chump Talk that were on that team. Yeah. yeah. So, that was a blast. Yeah, and then and then the U18s. We never we never talked about that quick. That had to be an unreal experience for you guys. We've we've talked to we've talked to a few guys that that have played on that team, and and winning that must have felt pretty good. What was uh, what was the feeling like just putting on the Canadian jersey and, and winning gold for the country? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, getting getting the call um, that I made the team was something very special to me, and um, you know, flying down to Dallas as a team um, was also very cool. You know, me and other other guys from all around the country or around our country and uh, uh, just playing with them, even the coaching staff, teammates, everything was, everything was top end. I couldn't be happier with our outcome. So, um, you know, that was also a very good experience and then playing against other teams as well. Stilly was, Stilly was telling us that like before you guys could even meet, you had to be isolated in your room just alone, right? Yeah. We had a three day quarantine or whatever. So you were meeting guys probably just over like Xbox or PlayStation really, eh? 
Um, I can't really. Uh, well, no, we were doing a lot of Zoom calls uh, right. yeah, before, yeah. so we were kind of like it was kind of more Zoom call, um, introducing yourself as a team. So, is there a go-to uh, game for you if you're gonna sit down and do a little gaming, or are you not much into that? Uh, I mean, I kind of I used to play a lot, but um, I don't have my uh, PS4 here, so yeah. I don't really. Play, that's um, probably a wise but, decision. Yeah, that that's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if I had to pick, I don't even know, like. Yeah, I'm not really much into into video games, to be honest. That's that's all right. We're we're fine with that. Um, and then last question I have: You're living in Kitchener now, obviously uh, in a billet home. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, it says you grew up in Hamilton. Is that right? Yeah, Stony Creek, Hamilton. Yeah. So what's what's the favorite part about being in Kitchener? We're we're about 20, 25 minutes outside of Kitchener, so we're we're in Kitchener all the time. What's it like living there? Um. Well, yeah. So I'm located in Waterloo. Like, oh, okay. So like. 10 minutes away from my, like seven minutes away from the ring. So it's very close to Kitchener, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a great city. Um, the people are very nice here and um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great spot, great location. So, and so it's close, hop- to, close to my home back home. So it's, it's nice. So you're hopping on the expressway every game to get to the, the odd. Yeah. All right. Huh. So some highway driving like that. <laughs> Two part question for you here. Uh, first of all, what are the expectations for yourself this season? And uh, just as a team, as the Kitchen Rangers too, what are your expectations there for what the team can accomplish this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, to win as many games as we can, I think uh, being the leader, I have to lead the way and send a great example for um, my, my t- our, our team. And, uh, you know, I think just always coming down before every game and making sure we win every game as we as much as we can and then, um, take it from there and then also try to win the league. I think, um, you know, we have the team, we have the, we have the, the base, but we, we can keep on going here. So I think, yeah. Um, yeah. Love it. That's a great couple answer. more quick ones for you. Uh, favorite road arena in the OHL so far. Favorite what? Sorry. Favorite away arena in the OHL so oh, far. Um, I'd have to say. Hamilton, I mean, you, you probably get lots of family. Yeah, like your classic London, and then yeah. also you know Niagara is good because it's close to home, and they also get um, you know I, their rink is really nice. So probably the probably those two teams. And then we'll we'll end off with this one. So besides the obvious OHL highlights so far, besides like the first goal and being drafted, what's just like a memory you have from playing in the OHL so far? Uh, just something that you'll take with you 15, 20 years down the road that you'll remember. Um, I mean we didn't have we didn't have playoffs so i didn't get to experience playoffs yet um so i mean we had a really good team um so it was unfortunate that we didn't get to play in the playoffs um i was really looking forward to that but yeah i mean probably my first game in the ohl scoring my first goal i think that was um very special for me and i think yeah it was something i'll I'll never forget for sure Awesome. We're, we're going to let you go. This interview won't be coming out for a couple weeks, but as of right now, 15 points in 11 games going into and going into your games this week. So you're off to a hot start. We're, we're excited to watch you moving forward and, and we'll be, uh, we'll be in attendance at the odd to watch some of those games. So good luck moving forward. And we're excited to see what the Rangers can do. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate for having you guys me, or having me on. Appreciate right. it. Have thank a good you. one, man. Yeah, you too. Thanks. That interview is brought to you by our friends at 519 Tech Services. 519 Tech Services is your go-to service for fixing phones. They fix iPhones, all makes and models. Uh, They do laptops. He fixed my laptop, put a new keyboard on it, put a new screen on my phone. He fixed your charging port. He does it all. 519techservices.ca. Mention Chump Talk for 10% off that 
order. It's extremely cheap. If you need any phone fixed uh, in any way, call Peter at 519. I don't remember his number. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know why I said that. 519techservices.ca <laughs> and Instagram, 519techservices. Boom. Boozy. So yeah. since it is Sunday and uh, it's, it's a little bit of a different feel for us doing this at Sunday at lunch instead of, uh, instead of Monday night, I Googled uh, topics to talk about. Non, non-sport related, just some topics yep. to talk about. I, uh, I came across a list, 101 topics to talk about, and it's like a list of them, and I haven't scrolled through it. I'm just going to... It's just going to be a surprise. Yeah, it's just going to be a surprise, and, and uh, you just tell me. Tell me something about that. Like, okay? am I like giving information or... Yeah, about yourself, and I'll give oh, some about too. myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So... I've, okay, I'm going to start here. So one says current situation. We already talked about that. It's Sunday. We're recording. We grind for you. Uh, number yep. two, job work. What do you do? How long have you been there? Do you like it? Why don't we start with you? All right. Uh, <laughs> currently, <laughs> electrical apprentice. Uh, oh, nice. 16, 15 months in or something like that. So mm, just over nice. a year. Nice. Um, yeah, I've been working out at, out of Wellesley there. And yeah, I enjoy it. And you're uh, starting your first term of school soon. Yeah, first term of school in January. So uh, wow. excited about that. It's, there's one time of the year you want to go away and do school. It's January to February. So mm, it's the months of the year. So good point. Minimize the amount of time I got to be outside. So appreciate Great point. that. Great point. And, I, uh, uh, and yourself. Yeah, I work at Wellesley Home Hardware. I've been there just over three years. Um, I have a bit of a weird schedule. I do Tuesday to Saturday. So I work every Saturday, which is a bit of a grind, but I have every Monday off. Don't mind it kind of like it right now. Actually, I'm very used to it. Um, I, I drive, uh, I drive truck from Tuesday to Friday and then truck. Do, yeah, baby. And then I do dispatch on, uh, and Saturday. So it, uh, yeah, I like it. Great place to work. Great people. Uh, number three just says clothes. Um, this one works best. If you talk about what they are wearing, uh, Poolsy, right now you're wearing a, a jump talk t-shirt. Yep. Always, uh, you know, you try to re- represent every time you record if possible. I, hmm. I know that's not, for both of us apparently today well, but today yeah but no uh, i'm wearing i'm wearing shorts i'm just yeah that's okay that's what, weather that's what i was gonna ask you because i know you to wear shorts inside like all year round and can you can you give me a quick explanation on why that is because not many people in the winter wear pants over to wherever they're going and then go to the washroom to change into shorts but you do that yeah, well i usually don't have to go into the washroom to change because i just wear my shorts under my pants so no way my pants off no but, oh yeah dude <laughs> oh my gosh. come on man come on why it's not like it's not that much more i just love wearing shorts i would rather be cozy wearing shorts and being under a blanket than just wearing clothes and not being under a blanket you know well, if you i'm going to be cold you can still I, I'm, under I feel a like i'm also a little warm-blooded so like i i get uh, i get hot when i wear pants and mm. i like wearing sweaters but wearing pants in a sweater indoors mm-hmm. you just there's no need to sweat when you're inside Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when for, it's cold outside that just sounds dumb i never yeah okay i i don't i don't hate that point i never thought i'd say this um but my favorite article of clothing i own right now is lululemon pants uh mm-hmm. they're not they're not sweatpants i don't even really know what kind of material i describe it as it's like uh stretchy. I know what you, yeah Dude, yeah i know great. yeah they are my favorite pants by far uh they i cost an arm and a leg but worth it yeah yeah so I won't make a habit of buying at Lululemons because uh, I will be. Is it Lululemons or lemon? I I think it's just plural. Ask Taylor. Is it lemons or lemon? 
Hey Taylor, is Lululemon lemons or lemon lemon? <laughs> lemon, it's lemon. No Just S. lemon. Okay, no S. All right. Okay, so we got uh, we got through the close part of this. Only uh, only ninety seven points to go. Uh, news <laughs> just says news. What do you think about current news stories? Uh, what anything in the news that's exciting you? Uh, that's exciting me. Or Nothing. intriguing you? Well, okay, this is actually a good time. So there was okay. some news this week, uh-huh. uh, and this is a good time to say it. two congratulations to two Unreal Blue Jays, or well, three really. Vladdy didn't win the MVP, but runner-up for it. Robbie Ray, Cy Young, and Jose Barrios, a seven-year contract, just yeah. under $20 million per year. That uh-huh. was the best news that I heard all week right there. For sure. That is, that is an amazing deal. So that's, that's the most recent news to me that really sticks out right see uh the next point on here is talk about sports so i'm assuming the news section here meant like worldly news but that's okay we'll skip that we're not news guys we don't we don't turn on the news uh okay and then we're gonna skip sports now uh where are they living well we uh, like to keep that confidential we won't say that yeah uh anything exciting in the not too distant future is the point Um, Uh, oh we decided that we're gonna uh we're gonna go to ottawa on a guy's trip on April twenty yeah. sixth or something, the Leafs are in Ottawa, so we're gonna do a weekend there. That's uh, that's exciting. Guess it's not too close. Christmas before that, big Christmas fan. Yeah. Um, what do you like to do in your free time, Matt? Uh, my free time, just kind of hang out, relax. You know, mm. you know mm-hmm. sit on the couch. Maybe you don't have any hobbies every now and then. Do you have any hobbies? Like outside of being at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. I thought we were talking about this like when you're hanging out like hey, you know, love football Sundays, obviously. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, um, you know, just hanging out with people, you know, there's mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather rather hang out with people than you know, just chill by yep. yourself. So Yeah. Mine was uh That's a hobby, I would say. In the summer I got into I got into tennis. That was a that was a tennis hobby. Is a, yeah. Tennis yeah. is a great time, great exercise, and I, I got into that. Uh do you have a favorite song right now, Matt? off the top of your head the next point is music what is your favorite song oh i uh yeah you i'll go first, first to give you a second but i've started getting into like some of it's not that old but like older stuff like mr brightside by the killers is a good one like i've been listening to like paradise city by guns and roses you know that one Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty you know yeah, yeah. and uh and then i i listen to all different genres like it was a good day by ice cube I'm trying to learn the whole rap to that one. So yeah. stay stay tuned there. Uh what about what about you? A favorite song right now you're listening to? Uh I don't know. You're usually a favorite uh, song right now, but some of the, what's that? What's that one girl? Uh like the popular artist that you always uh you always used to love her songs. I, I bet you still do. I hated Nia, them. Nia Twain? No, no. Uh um there's a video I took of you in your car once. You always used to sing it and like dance with it. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking maybe. about? What? Maybe. No, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, that's not. I no, don't really, no. Yeah. Like I want to say uh, Megan the Stallion, but it's not oh, her. Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. Yeah. 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 What's no, that one I, song? What's that uh, one song? I don't know, but it's like if I was you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. I have a video of you, and you didn't know I was taking video. If. I was you. I'd wanna yeah, be was, uh, too. I'd yeah. wanna be. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a catchy one. Yeah, that was. Uh, movies, not a big. I I watch movies, but I'm oh, not. Oh, like... I have an all-time favorite movie. Okay, let's hear. The Miracle. Oh yeah, 
yeah sports movie yeah, miracles I, up there for sure i've probably watched i probably watch that at least every three or four months um i'd say if i had to pick a favorite movie miracle wouldn't actually be it it'd probably be moneyball yeah money yeah moneyball money, is the top five for me 100 percent. yeah moneyball would probably be my favorite food uh we both like food and and probably eat too much of it we'll Love skip past sauce, that yeah oh yeah big hot sauce guy and all of yeah. a sudden uh you need to get on to mushrooms, by the way, but we'll we'll skip over that. Books. I, I ate one in the pizza the other day. Books. Books. When would you say the last book you've read is? Like out of enjoyment? Yes. Never. <laughs> you think you never? No, when I was a kid, I remember uh, I had a book. It was like the Hardy Boys or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I read the full thing, but I read some of it. Oh, and Captain Underpants. Those used mm-hmm. to be pretty long novels, too. Captain Underpants. I used to. I loved uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when I was younger. Really? Yeah, I, I read all those. Pegged you as that guy. I, yeah, and I also I, don't I, know what that is. It just sounds like something you wouldn't be into. The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I've never seen that show. Or... Uh, here's a bit of an embarrassing one. I think like seven and eight. I read all the Twilight books. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the the Time Magazine or something like that. No, that doesn't count as a book. But yeah, not a not a big book guy. I actually do wish, and I say this seriously, I wish I was a book guy because I think you can learn a lot. Just and it would just it seems like it'd just be good for your mind and then your your soul and yeah. your your body just to sit down and read a book. I actually think that'd be good. And and book readers maybe would. I, I think I've heard them say something like that actually. So yeah, uh, it yeah. seems relaxing. And I'm I'm not a very relaxed guy most of the time. So maybe no. someday I'll. No, I you would, just. I feel like you just, uh, you'd rather do anything than hang out by yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and like reading why, like, like midday, like in the evening, it's nice to chill by yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But I, I just do want to say, I do have a book to read. Okay. So it's about this guy. I can't remember the name of it. It's probably near me, but I don't know where it is, but it's this Patriots player, NFL player. He had a stroke or something and it was like about his recovery process and coming back into the league and, mm whatever and all this and that and don't really know what it's about but apparently it's a really good read i've even read some reviews on it wow so did you you bought it no i got it for free from a guy from work so oh nice nice but Uh, yeah that that might be my winter goal is to start the first chapter okay i like that that's a that's a that's a good goal to have your goal for the winter is to start one chapter of a book (laughs) (laughs) uh tv shows uh are you in any right now uh not really honestly i'm kind of in a low well, actually i started the league it's mm. like the nfl fantasy thing oh yeah i watched that it's pretty funny but it's just i've never like i don't like comedy tv shows yeah i watched like three or four episodes and i don't really have that drive to mm-hmm. like go out out of my way and make an effort to watch it again but we'll see i i might yeah. down the road again but it wasn't yeah. I, I thought it was gonna be a bit better than what it is mm-hmm. not to say it doesn't get better but yeah, I uh, I'm watching a show called Manifest right now. Pretty good. It's getting a little too much, but I'm in it now, so I'm I'll finish it. Um, we're on number fourteen of 101, but I actually like this page. I'm gonna save it. Maybe we'll get through 25 today. Yeah, okay. So we're on 14. This one says travel, and I'll start here because um, Jill and I are starting to plan a trip for Europe. Uh, not exactly sure when we're gonna leave, but it's gonna be at least a month long. Um, the term of the, uh, the, the, the term of the agreement is still under, uh, negotiation, if you know what I mean. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So one, one side. So you're actually it. like looking into this and planning stuff now or what? Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. 
Yeah. Like what, when? Well, that's, we're not a hundred percent sure. Probably sometime around September, October. But this year or like 2022, 2022. Yeah. Nice. That's exciting. That's something to look yeah. forward to. Yeah. So we're going to most likely start in England. I have an uncle that lives there and, and, and two cousins and uh, it'll be awesome to, I was in England in grade eight in their hometown called Kenilworth. It's like an hour outside of London. Um, but it'll be, uh, it'll be sweet to go back. Cause I obviously didn't get to experience like going to an, an mm. a British pub and getting like, I remember just loving the fish and chips. The fish and chips in England is outstanding. So I'm just excited. I'm excited to like what I get excited. I'm not a huge like scenery guy. I try to be, but I'm the type of guy when I see like some, like an old castle in England or like a, a mountain in British Columbia, I love looking at it. I really do. But once I've seen it for two minutes, it's just like, okay, uh, what's next? Like I, that's just kind of my mind frame is just like, all right, let's move on. But so probably what I am most excited for is just experience the just different cultures of like, like going in and like trying their food and, and seeing what they, what they drink and, and, uh, and watching a soccer game. I'm going to my uncle's season tickets to a, uh, to a, um, Austin Villa, Ashton Villa. They're a soccer Ashton team. Villa. Yeah. They're like in the, in the highest league. Aren't they in like, isn't that the name in Grand Prix too or something? Mm, Ashton Martin. Oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is is what that is. Maybe it's oh, Austin. Right. No, Austin Martin is a baseball player. He got traded from the Jays. Yeah, uh, for Jose. Bruce. Well, that would be sweet. If I went to Europe, I think I'd want to see a soccer game too. Just uh, you got to experience one of those atmospheres. I feel. Yeah. like. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks awesome. It looks it looks really awesome. And I I haven't told you this yet, but we're going to Germany. We've interviewed people that are playing in the leagues in Germany. I'm yeah. gonna try my hardest to go watch watch some Dell League games, and then that would be amazing. Maybe maybe meet the the Pogster Justin Pogi. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, that's just so. A, for uh, dinner with Pogi and his wife, yeah, That'd be fun. yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. And then, hey, do you guys want to? You guys want to stay over at our place? Sure, yeah, because we're we're gonna be broke for sure by the second week. So, um, the next topic here is uh, children. This topic usually only works if you both have children, so you have something in common to talk about. If one of you doesn't have children, you might want to skip this topic. Okay. Well, anything to anything to add there? Positive? Are we forced to talk about it now? Because we neither of us do. Well, I'll I'll talk about it if you want to talk about it. What do you? I, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Well, I don't have any. Oh well, I thought you wanted to talk about this topic. Well, you can no, still talk about well, children without having any. Oh really? Um, yeah. One Remember day, your, your one day? That's your. Yep. Oh okay. That's interesting. I'm 25 yeah. before I'm 30. Okay. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. HBU. Is uh, Taylor sitting close to you? Uh, over there. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Children for me, I would also uh, someday. Yeah. Someday. Yep. Like time range here? Or? Tough to say. Tough to say. Well, I gave yeah. one. I feel like it's only fair you give one. Uh, also, before thirty, I would like oh, to have okay. a, yeah, yeah. at least one kid. Yeah, yeah, maybe two. You'll see. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many kids would you ideally have right now? If if you had to, if right now you had to choose how many kids you'd ideally have, how many would it be? Two or three. I said, if you had to choose right now, how many would it be? Three. Okay. Interesting. But you yeah, were, you, I don't know. We'll see how the first one goes. Yeah, I was in a family of three kids. You're in a family with two kids, just you and your brother. Yeah, I um, feel like it's one of those ones where you know the grass is greener on the other side. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like and, you, you and, have a, you have three, and I feel like you want two. And yeah, I have but two they also three. 
and the uh, the other thing though like uh, being around joe's family for over eight years now they had four kids yeah that just seems like a hoot sometimes it it seems it is a it is a hoot so that's uh yeah we're we're maybe getting a little too far into this for uh yeah. for it going out of the public pets yeah. are you a cat person or a dog person what do you think about having animals a pet i'll start with this I hate cats. I will never have a cat in my house. I will never own a cat. Dogs, I like other people's dogs. I never want to own a dog for myself. I've made this very clear to Jill. I've made this very clear to anyone that comes up to me and Jill, when are you guys getting a dog? Your sister has a dog. Your mom has a dog. Your parents have a dog. We're not getting a dog. You're I don't want a dog. a dog. That's what everyone says. I'm going to stay as strong as I possibly can on this. Yeah, well, Maybe. you'll compromise and then you'll end up getting a dog. That's how it'll happen. Well, something better be in it for me because I do not want a dog. Dogs, uh, whatever. There's a lot of lot of dog lovers out here that are probably gonna unsubscribe to the podcast if I keep. I going, do get so. it. Like I like I, other people's I, dogs. I like other people's dogs. That's most fair. of them. That's and fair. also, before you go, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no also, with my job, I deliver to a lot of houses that have farm dogs. I've been bit by them. They come up. They look angry. I hate them, and they've uh, they've uh, they've made a even worse taste in my mouth of dogs. If that made any sense. Yeah, that's fair. You I love dogs. Like though, eh? house, yeah, I like dogs, but um, it's got to be the right situation though. One minimal hair and two, if they're inside, they're the most well-behaved, you know, thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Mm. Yeah. If I, if I were to ever have a dog indoor, it would have to be non-shedding. I would never have a dog inside. Shedding. No, I don't want, I don't want hair. I'm actually allergic to dogs that shed. Really? Oh yeah, well that's that's go. a real thing. That's uh, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Restaurant? Do you have a favorite restaurant? We're on eighteen. We got to get to twenty-five yeah. here. Red Lobster. Oh, I love Red Lobster too. I'm a big sushi guy. I haven't been to sushi in a oh, long time. Or Yeast. Yeah, I do. I haven't been to Yeast since COVID started. Yeah, we need to we need to go for sushi soon. Uh, current trends. What are some current trends you just can't get behind? What is a current trend? What current trend is going to look the silliest in ten years? Do you usually follow the trends, or do you just do your own thing? I'm trying to like the only thing I think of when I hear trends is like TikTok and I don't go on TikTok. Like I Trend. obviously you see some stuff on Instagram, but um yeah. like what's a what's a trend going on right now? Like is this like certain like clothing or stuff or like I think it's more like, like you, you know, like the the something challenge or like the oh. uh, I think that's more what it means. I don't know. We can skip yeah. current trends. I'm not yeah, I'm not a trendy guy. Uh, what kind of sense of humor do you have is the next one comedy humor are there any comedians you really like what are some of your favorite comedians i'm more curious of what sense of humor do you think like what would you how would you describe my sense of humor and i'll try to describe yours okay. you I'll, I'll start i'll start unless you're ready no okay uh, <laughs> to describe yours and i've i've tried to actually do this to because i've like like you started hanging out with a lot of my friends who i knew but like with them before you did and i remember trying to describe your sense of humor and it's like it's i wouldn't say i'd say it's more on the side of like dry humor like it's Mm -hmm. not like you're not necessarily like loud and and like like you're not you're not the one pushing to make the joke in in the group but i'd say it's like a dry sense of humor and if you and if you see your like the subtle things you say, and if they're quiet, sometimes I just start dying laughing a lot of times if you say things. And I find it hilarious 
when you get so worked up about things, like we had like almost a 35 minute fight about fantasy football last night. I, you were like legitimately angry because we're in this league together and I was just dying laughing. I was just disappointed in your GM skills. I love how angry you get. And to set the record straight, I am not a bad fantasy GM. Debatable, but uh, yeah, that's, I would say that's somewhat of a fair assessment over there. Uh, For (laughs) you, I would say you're more, uh, like a high energy humor, like yeah, you, like, you want, like like you like stuff. You know, you want stuff to happen. Like, uh, how do you explain that? Like, yeah, too too like pushy at times. If there's something going on, and yeah. you can push the limit a bit, or like almost <laughs> cross the line without crossing it, uh huh, or know? cross it. I I do cross yeah. it, but it's it's a it's a good one though. Yeah, it's 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 out of fault definitely at times, but I. Yeah, I, I, we have uh, pretty good chuckles, though, you know. Yeah, well, I think we mesh well together for that reason because it's completely different um, senses of humor we have. Like, and I actually I noticed a lot with like like Sherby when we we interviewed Sherby a bunch of times. Like, like I would try to I would try to maybe say some things that are like like you maybe wouldn't say. Like, I'd just push a question a little too far, and he'd yeah. laugh. But then he was just loving your one-liners you were having. Yeah. And we were both on another level that day. That was a like, oh my gosh. great day. We'll, we'll talk about that sometime as well. Yeah, we that was one of my favorite that. ones for sure. Yeah, but man. Uh, and I should plug that because it didn't get the downloads. I think it deserved that one. That one might have been our best yet with Sherby. So go back and listen to our latest one with Eliza Sherbatov because that one was a banger. Uh, we're on to 23. Um, apps, what's your favorite app on your phone? Fan, uh, fantasy, fantasy yeah. yeah no no yeah. uh need to talk about that one um it says internet what do what what direction do you think the internet is headed to what is the longest you've been offline what's on the internet you wouldn't you couldn't live without well let's just say i feel like the internet if anything is trending in a bad direction i just feel like uh yeah. as generations of children keep uh being born into the world it's just going to keep getting worse for them and there's just gonna be more yeah. bad shit out there for sure. Um, there was For another sure. part of that that I was going to answer to. Well, I'll add on to what you said. Okay. There's like, yeah. for a parent that wants to protect their kid from anything on the internet, like whatever whatever that may be on the internet, there's like no possible way you can do that anymore. Yeah, good like. luck. Yeah, like it's like the internet is too much, I would say. Uh, the other one was, what's the longest you've been offline? Oh, and yeah. for me, like not long enough, but there's a fishing trip I... I go to every year. I fish once a year, not a fisherman, but I'm a fisherman once a year. Um, and that cottage that we go to recently got Wi-Fi, So I'm, we're back on the internet there, obviously, but that used to be the, the one trip a year. Yeah. It'd be like four or five days, no internet, no cell service. And there's still no cell service, but there's something just like, there was something so nice about leaving your phone it is wherever. Right. And then just like going out for the day and literally, like, the only time you'd grab your phone is if you want to take a picture or something. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, there's no sense to even, like, carry it around in your pocket. No. Like, I no. kind of had a little so. three-day hiatus mm-hmm. in Algonquin in the summer. And at first, mm-hmm. it was like, shit. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. once you get going, it's like, oh, you know, this is this is kind of what you need a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do feel like I spend too much time on my phone sometimes. For sure. I think we, I think most people would be, would fall in that category. I definitely do as well. Um, last one on this list. Uh, yeah. it just says games. What game is on your phone or tablet you're really into now? Uh, games, we'll just say chill because we, yeah, uh, we, both we can sit. Matt and I, yeah, we're what you're, 
you just turned 24. I'm turning 24 in March. We can still sit down with two Xbox controllers and play it for probably five hours if we well, need to. Monday night, I think we were playing until 1230 on a work night there. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely were. Yep. Yep. We, uh, and we lose every game. Like we, we put it on superstar. Yeah, we we don't should have say a that win loss record together. No, but we, we have a damn good time doing it and we get close. Like yeah. we could have a f- four goal lead mm-hmm. and no matter and it, what we'll lose. Yeah. No it's just, what. and, and we even turn penalties all like as far down as you can with them still being on, we still find ourselves killing five on threes all the time. They're not actually killing them, but being yeah. on them. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we just haven't quite figured out the defensive aspect of it or, or no. at, a lot of times the offensive aspect too. But yeah. Um, yeah, we just made a big trade for Darcy Kemper in our in our league. So hopefully he solidifies the uh, – because he gets about 90 shots a game. So so uh, hopefully he can do that. But what an episode. Who knew we'd be, uh, we'd be talking about this? We're on 25. I'm going to remember this site. Yeah. We got, uh, we got to market. get to 100, 101. So 76 more, 76 more points we're going to get to here. And, and uh, I assume it can only go up from there. Absolutely. How do you bookmark a site now that we're – thinking about it uh on your phone somehow oh you do it on your phone okay that's good to know no i don't know how you do it there's got to be a button for it though, oh somewhere. i think i i think i did it all right bookmark all right. folks bookmark. be ready for that next tuesday because i know you guys are going to be just uh just dreaming about what could possibly be in question 26 to question 101 hope you enjoyed the episode thank you again to francisco pinelli for joining the boys and we will talk to you thursday morning with these seven times boys have a great uh, week, everybody. See you.